0: On this week's episode of Marketing O'Clock. Will birds of a feather really shop together? Twitter
1: is testing new shopping functionality, so we'll see. Microsoft Ads is taking another unwanted page from Google's book, adding optimization scores for your campaigns.
2: And Microsoft has a start new way to smart your day.
1: All on today's show.
3: <laughs> you know what time it is. It's officially Marketing O'Clock. We bring you all the digital marketing news of the week, powered by the digital marketing community. If you want to join the conversation, hit us up. We are at Marketing O'Clock everywhere, and you can join our community on Discord at community.marketingoclock.com. We record every week from the Cypress North Studios in beautiful Buffalo, New York, to bring you our famous Friday news show. You can subscribe to our show at youtube.marketingoclock.com or wherever you consume your podcast. Head over to marketingoclock.com newsletter to receive every article we cover straight to your inbox.
1: Hey there, I'm Christine Zernheld, AKA Shep. I'm Jazz Bud. And I'm Greg Finn. And it is officially Marketing O'Clock here on September 10th, 2021. Hello everyone, welcome to another show. Caleb, you haven't been here in a while. What is new with you?
3: Well, I am never going, first off, let me say this. If we have any listeners there, very sorry, the location I'm about to mention, but I went to Staten Island, has the worst air in the country. Absolutely disgusting what? air. You can smell it <laughs> when, you, when you cross the water. Yes, air, <laughs> yes. air. And I had a terrible cough after leaving. I couldn't shake it for a week. So Staten Island is at the bottom of my, just places in the United States. Terrible.
1: Wow, terrible. have you really been that many places in the United States <laughs> to inspect the air quality?
3: I've been enough to know that I've never smelled air like I did in Staten Island. It okay. had a sickly scent to it. Well,
1: it shouldn't shouldn't able Staten Island,
3: yeah.
0: air.
2: <laughs> well, I mean. You, you,
3: you shouldn't be able to, That's the, that's the point.
0: No
2: harm, no foul, right?
3: I feel like there's a joke there. <laughs> I don't, I don't like
0: a...
2: No, oh, I harm. thought you got sick from
3: Staten
0: oh, Island. I, <laughs> I thought there was a pun in that. No. that I
2: just wasn't seeing. Foul <laughs> I was like, air.
3: I was like foul air.
2: Foul no, I thought all like no, that like no, dirty air got you sick. No, it
3: sick. did I, I had a cough. I wasn't in last week. Uh, like, I was working from home, and it was just, like, the worst cough ever. And I felt <laughs> fine, but I was just coughing. So, I, that's why I wasn't in. But, yeah, I, I took some cough medicine for the first time ever also, and, like, Literally, like it had to have been ten years. Disgusting. I forgot how bad it was. It tasted like <laughs> all the just. Staten
1: Island listeners are just throwing their phones <laughs> off the ferries. I know they're all dumping out their cough syrup. <laughs> like this guy drinks this. I'm not having any.
3: I'll send them my <laughs> bottle for free because they they apparently need it over there. But
1: <laughs> what's going on with you, Jess?
0: I don't know. My child has reached the point. He's almost two, and he's like getting stuck on things. Greg, I don't know if you experience this with your children, but they get like stuck on a theme.
2: Oh, yeah, that's their life.
0: Right?
2: <laughs> Welcome to the rest of your life. Too.
0: I feel like So first of all, going north is a really big deal. Like we got into back on one of my twin vacation trips to the beach. We got into a whole thing because we had to turn around and eventually go south. And the kid just like dropped and just wanted to go north and started crying. But his latest thing is church, which like he asked one day what one building was. I was like, oh, that's a church. And he remembered it. And yesterday, I had a shirt on with like a weird neckline, and he just pointed it, and he goes, "That shirt from church."
1: Um, hey. did it, have holes in it
0: it? did and then he your holy shirt but he like peeked down it was like church down there i was like no buddy like it was a whole thing but i don't know where he got stuck on church
2: and if anybody's ever seen what Jess bud wears there's <laughs> nothing associated with church to
0: i don't get it i don't get it but i'd love to be inside a little kiddo's
1: mind
2: i love yeah. the north part of it. like he's like a little uh explorer
1: especially yeah. when you live like it doesn't go more, nor- more north than your house. That's true. Like, it's literally Canada. With Santa, yeah. <laughs> so he's out of luck because we're not allowed there right now. Maybe
2: he's really in tune to like, climate change. We, always like-
0: always- we go north and sometimes <laughs> I have to
1: lie. there a them. tantrum, it's <laughs> <ridiculous>. <laughs> What's up with you, Greg?
2: Uh, not that much. I just want to take some time and say that one thing we all do here before the show that's like a little trade secret just for any future podcasters out there, we have smelling salts that we all pass around and, and
1: Excuse share. Excuse me. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I say No. <laughs> Two drugs.
2: It's a smelling salt. It's very natural. And it's like, a, it looks like. Very a, natural. 100% is the, ammonia, yeah. What is the blue guy from Watchmen? It looks oh, like. Oh, Dr. Manhattan. It looks like Dr. Manhattan on the front of this thing. But we have like just a pile. And we, when, I, when we're done, I just throw it in the corner. I
3: want hey, to a picture to, for the YouTube.
2: We need to take a picture for the YouTube. It's literally
1: paraphernalia. <laughs>
2: it looks like a flop house here, right? Like, it looks bad. And I was just laughing about it. It's
0: just a moment. So, you
1: would not believe, like, if you just played the audio of the beginning of an episode, like, people would think you guys are doing drugs. <laughs> it's absurd. And I can smell it from my desk. And I'm, like, two feet away from you. It's so strong. And say no, people. It's disgusting.
3: Say no to smelling drugs. <laughs>
1: And don't forget, you guys, we had a new episode of Agency Scoop with Jill Fetcher that launched last week. She has guest Donnie Broxson on from Ascento, and they were talking about agency culture with a cross-cultural agency. It's a tongue-trister, but it's a really good episode, right, Greg? Yeah,
2: and it's an agency based out of Los Angeles, and it was very—Donnie's answers were so— well thought out. It's like somebody you just want to be, and even in <laughs> fact, like how he got to become the CEO of Acento, like he was going to just get advice from the current CEO or the former CEO there at breakfast, and he's convinced them to become CEO. Like that's so cool. Imagine if I was going to breakfast, I'd be like what's with the onions? (laughs) (laughs) Who is this creep? But it was really cool. His answers were so well thought out and talked about an agency that struggled a little bit during the pandemic and how they rebounded from that. And just all the different uh, trials and tribulations. So I thought it was actually the best episode Jill's put together and something that y'all should listen to. Really honest answers. Don't miss it. The Agency Scoop at Podcast Player near you.
1: Awesome. And I also don't think Donnie would be getting onions with his breakfast. That might be your first problem. Okay. Yeah. So just- <laughs> I'd just
2: be sitting there like pouring more hot sauce on there and being like, do you ever feel the hot sauce high? <laughs> and people are going to be like, no. Pass the smelling what are you salts. Doing? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> A little update here. If you retweeted us in the last couple of weeks to claim an SEO or PPC sticker pack, check your DMs. We've DM'd you the order form and all we need is your shipping address and we will get those to you completely free of charge. So. And you have to be following us or we can't DM you. I, I don't know what else to say.
2: Yeah. And the promotion is not closed too.
1: Yes. And getting into the news this week, Microsoft Advertising did what they do. They announced a million stories all at once. We have to talk about them all. And we're going to have to come up with a title that encompasses all of them. And it's just, this is my life. Like, it's a nightmare. So- I, came up, I came up with the last
2: title and title before that. How dare you?
1: Because you usually have to swing in and save the day because I'm just like <laughs> out of ideas. Microsoft Thank Ads you, Greg. Features. Yeah, seriously. Hey, how pitch that covers- every time. <laughs> a pun with ads and ads. It's so sad. <laughs> Okay, so the first big announcement that I'm sure everyone is really excited about, they are announcing that they are now going to have optimization scores, just like our favorite optimization scores in Google Ads. These are available at the account and campaign level, and the optimization score can be shown for active search, shopping, and audience campaigns. They'll make recommendations related to bidding, budgets, keywords, targeting, ads, and extensions. Each recommendation displays a score uplift percentage showing how much your score will be impacted when you apply or dismiss that recommendation. And that's a big thing here that I think is important is that you can dismiss them and it'll help your optimization score. Not that I want to care about optimization scores like I don't even know what it is in Google ads, but sometimes if you have clients poking around in there, it's nice to just be able to dismiss it and not have to explain why it's low because Google doesn't care about you.
2: I like the fact that Microsoft is sort of zigging to Google's zag where it's like, oh, you have multimedia ads and big pictures and ads that Google doesn't have. And they don't <laughs> force optimization score. Not force, force is a bad word. They don't showcase optimization score every second. And if you ever, ever downloaded the Google Ads app on your phone and all you get is notifications mm-hmm. when your optimization score has changed, but now they have it.
1: Yeah. So you, you did like where they were zigging or zagging. but I now, did. Yes. I
2: did. I did like it.
1: We don't know how hard this is going to be pushed. We'll have to log in and see. But I, I don't have high hopes for it. Shep, your
2: optimization score is low. Here, have a smelling salt. <laughs> I'm
1: not interested. Just say No. They also announced video ads are currently piloting on the platform, so these can run on MSN and Microsoft News. Videos can be as short as six seconds, which they call snackable in this article, or they can be as long as two minutes, which I guess is like a full dinner buffet.
0: Yeah, what? Snackable? <laughs> <laughs> That's all it's, I just, say.
2: <laughs> it's just one of those things where you bring, like, way too much. It's not You don't eat things. Like, it's crazy. That's... It's something like we would say, you know, not something like Microsoft should say. (laughs) It's like, oh, what's the flavor of the candle? Like, you know,
0: this is a snackable ad format. Like, I don't want to indulge in that. It was a
2: tasty ad
3: there.
0: (laughs) I don't (laughs) want to indulge in that.
1: Well, indulge in all the different lengths and test and see what works best in your account. So this pilot is happening in the U.S., Canada, U.K., France, Germany, Australia and New Zealand. You can reach out to your rep if you're not already a part of it and you want to be. There's a screenshot in this article that shows exactly why you need to be careful with placements, because this, I believe, is on Microsoft News, and the stories are about rises in hate crimes, negative words impacting children's negative thoughts, the 10 most deadly jobs for 2021. Like, what do you think those are?
2: And is that like an allure thing or something people are going to stay away from? Because I feel like more people are like, oh, look at this. I I go, what that? I'm number seven. I'm going to go after numbers. I'm gonna go six now, you know?
1: <laughs> no, I like, don't think you want the deadliest job. Don't
2: you think there are people out there that are like, oh, my job is so
0: deadly?
1: No. Yeah. Is that how like Mike Rowe got his job? He just wanted to be dirtier? <laughs>
2: I think there's an allure to it. Like you look at deadliest catch. The name deadly is literally in the show.
1: It's like there's an allure until people actually die. Right. But,
2: but do you think people look at it and say, oh, I want to avoid that or I want to
1: do that? Those people, that's the two types of people and I'm the other type. Okay. Okay. What about you?
0: I I mean, I'll watch the show. I'm not going to go get that job. I am not leaving our agency for a fishing boat. What about
2: (laughs) you, Caleb? Are you, are you thinking the deadliest jobs out there? Do you, are you attracted to it or are you running the opposite direction?
0: I'm going to say I'm
3: attracted
2: to it. A hundred percent. hundred percent. You're a, a dangerous kid. hundred <laughs> <100%. laughs> yeah, percent. You, you work Caleb You to breathe on what about. <laughs> But he's going to
1: go get a dangerous job.
2: I want to <laughs> look at it and be like, oh, I could do that. It's no big deal. I've done that, of right? Course. Like, what if it's something out, like, out there and it's like one of the deadly jobs is like removing rabbits from a house. And Caleb's like, oh, boom, check. Exactly. I have a lot you of experience know? doing that. Number seven, going to Staten Island. June, check.
3: Ugh, I don't want to
1: do that one. jobs. <laughs> okay, you task. work at a desk, so we yeah. <laughs> are really all talk here. I don't see you like changing jobs anytime soon.
2: I didn't read the article, maybe I'm number one.
1: <laughs> anyway, if you want your Xbox ad next to these stories about stocks falling and deadly jobs, knock yourself out. Just be careful with the placements is all I'm saying. They're probably great. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. they also announced vertical-based product ads for the Microsoft Audience Network in the U.S. and the U.K. These leverage your dynamic data feeds, so you can showcase your auto listing, entertainment events, hotels, vacation rentals, and tour. And activities in native environments. There is no screenshot for this, so all I can do is read you what they told me. I'd love to see what they look like. Sounds pretty cool. If you're in one of those industries, they also announced. Oh, the next story, you guys! The first time this year it starts coming soon, just in, in time, time for, for the, the holidays. Holiday. No, I didn't see that, and I
0: talk about Christmas later.
1: Well, oh, I'm ready. I'm second, it's about that time, you know, September 10th. <laughs> so these are inline appeals for product ads. and They're not really that fun for the holiday season. If you're running <laughs> shopping ads, these are supposed to help you understand editorial rejections. And they let you request appeals right from Merchant Center with one click. And once you have the appeal submitted, you'll be sent an, acknowledge- an acknowledgement email. And they should be completed in one to three business days. So that's great during that important shopping time. Hopefully you can be back up and running very quickly. Next, this is like the least fun thing ever, but I'm just so excited about it. They announce disclaimers and ads. Ooh. So if you're in a vertical that has a lot of regulations like automotive or financial services, health and wellness, you can leverage these disclaimers and share all that info in your ads. There's a little piece of text. It looks like you might have different options. So here it says disclaimer information. You can expand it or um more info and you can expand it and it doesn't look like there's a character limit like maybe there is but this is a full paragraph and you don't have to waste any of your ad copy on that that's awesome um what's not awesome you have to set up a new campaign to use it you can't (laughs) add it to your
0: existing ads. that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard that should be the disclaimer on this whole story like
1: don't get excited hopefully they'll fix that And finally, you can now set open-ended and or unlimited budget insertion orders, allowing you to manage your spends via bids and campaign budgets as you see fit. So go crazy, everyone. Lots of things happening in Microsoft.
2: And update here, uh, breaking news. I have the 10 deadliest jobs for 2021. (laughs) And I think I might have done three of them, to be fair.
1: Wow. How dare you, Chef? Were you paid?
2: On one of them, Okay. Mm -hmm. So I was at one point landscaping, lawn service, ground keeping, which is number 10.
3: I did that too. What? did
2: that. I used to drive bobcats around, a.k.a. skid steers, yep. um, uh, backhoes, dump truck, one-ton dump trucks. What stuff are you, like you that.
1: calling, Jess?
2: <laughs> <laughs> How dare you?
1: Go to church.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and you another one, steel, steel workers. It, this is structural steel, but I, I work with steel, number eight, steel workers. It's a hobby for you, right? Sort of. Um, number uh, and I'll go three two one here number three is pilots number two is fishing and fishing workers and then number one is logging workers I've got a tree down similar
0: you, not a logging
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, yeah roofers is four so I've I've, I've been that's on that's
1: terrible a lot of fall injuries <laughs> I'm just yeah. imagining
2: Greg working in a steel mill right now <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> <It's> pouring <laughs> molten metal
1: <laughs> it's terrible it's like the Santa Claus <laughs> <laughs> could be deadly or you could become santa either way click here to find out more do you have more news for us i
0: do move over winter twitter commerce is coming <laughs> did i do that right what? no winter is coming forget it
2: <laughs> john <laughs> snow is rolling his dead eyes right now
0: i don't even get the reference never seen the show Uh, But anyway, social media today's Andrew Hutchinson poses the question, will people be open to shopping via tweet? And whether the answer is yes or no, Twitter is working on making it possible. According to this article, the bird is developing some new tools with the goal of an in-platform shopping experience with direct in-stream product listings tied to business profiles in the app, which will enable Twitter users to both save product listings and make purchases direct from tweeted content. So that's pretty cool. It's not ready yet, though. Some users are already seeing a purchases tab in their account right now, though, that is just linked to any subscriptions or spaces tickets that they've purchased. It's not directly related to e-commerce, but it's kind of like the writing on the wall. So as far as what it's going to look like when it does roll out, Twitter's e-commerce functionality is still very much in development, but they have shared mockups of new product display panels that they're testing with a small set of businesses here in the US. And if you're watching on YouTube, we'll have the screenshot up there of their mockups. Twitter has already begun testing the new shop experience where users can swipe through the carousel and tap a single product to learn more or purchase. So that's cool. And in addition to the display on the profiles themselves, they are also testing in-tweet product displays where, as you probably guessed, you can feature a product in a tweet. Users can shop directly from a CTA button and it looks really nice. Again, we'll have that up if you're watching us on YouTube. I could see the article didn't say anything about ads, but I could see this being a really attractive ad type. Except like...
1: It's unusable. So, you know, just in time for the holidays,
0: you make that joke. (laughs) And I was going to make that joke because Ad Hutch came in clutch and told us how many days away Christmas was. But you already brought up the holidays. I'm not going to do it again. I don't know. I I could see this being really cool, like I said, especially as an ad type. But to your point, I don't think it's coming this way. But people might actually shop. Question for you, Jess. From Twitter.
1: Would you use
0: this? Well, no, I don't use Twitter. No,
1: but I think this is going to (laughs) be on Twitter. What? I feel like that's what why you're on Instagram is the weird product ads you see and buy things from the app. So maybe this will bring you to Twitter. Yeah,
0: I don't ever like, and I don't use Twitter either. But when I do, I'm just scrolling through the feed. So I don't know if I'd use that product carousel, though you should test it if you're a business. But this in-tweet format just in the feed, it kind of takes up a lot of space. It's nice. If mm-hmm. it's a good product, I think people will at least click it.
2: Yeah, if only like Twitter pictures were bigger.
0: i we'll might help there. Okay.
2: <laughs> All right. Have you ever heard that quote? the best way to get a project completed sooner is to start sooner?
1: No, No. but it sounds like something you coined.
2: Okay, great.
1: Maybe not, actually.
2: Well, Microsoft (laughs) has decided that the best way to compete with their own personalized news aggregator sooner is just to name it smart. So they have a new personalized feed offering from Microsoft called Microsoft Start, and you can see it at microsoftstart.com. It is different than the current homepage on Bing, and it is a personalized news feed and collection of informational content that provides news from premium publishers.
1: Why is it called that? Start start? Start. start. Start your
0: day? Start your day. Start your internet.
2: Discover, like Google Discover. It's like start. You have to have something quick and snappy.
1: It's not that snappy to me. It's not snappy at all. But great effort on your little intro.
2: But is it smart? That's the question. Okay. And you can visit it at a standalone website, which is on Microsoft Edge and Chrome, MicrosoftStart.com, or as a mobile app on Android and iOS. From the news and interest experience on the Windows 10 taskbar, from the widgets experience in Windows 11, which we're gonna talk about in a little bit, or from the Microsoft Edge new tab page, which I think is a sleeper. More and more people are moving over to Edge, testing it out. It keeps crashing for me, but I stick by it over Chrome. And if anytime you open a new tab, you go to the start page, there's this validity to that, right? So it's something that you at least have to consider. So I went through and I wanted to see exactly how smart Microsoft smart was.
1: And is it Microsoft Smart or Microsoft Start? Oh, is it
0: Start? Start. start. I don't know what it, it's, it's... It's. You no, said it right did. in your intro thing. <laughs> did I?
1: Did. Yeah. yeah. It's start
0: sooner. I thought you were doing a rhyming thing. Oh, like I don't know what and it did. It's I,
2: I, I tried to go there and I typed it in and I should buy the domain. Microsoft <laughs> Smart and redirect it to <laughs> us. Even though we get sued because there's a, a trademark in there. It's Start. What is wrong? It's like Spotify and Shopify. I just mix it two up so much.
1: Yeah, that's okay. This is only our first story about it.
2: Okay. You have anyway. a lot of
1: time to redeem yourself.
2: So all I know is it, it kind of looked like celebrity soup when I went there. <laughs> I got there and it's like the first thing is Capitol riots and then Kylie Jenner and then the Falcons depth chart. Somebody Taylor, uh, Taylor Green, Derek Ho uh, from Dan Huff.
1: Oh yeah, Dancing with the Stars cast was announced,
2: and then it's about Joe Rogan taking ivermectin, and all of a sudden, I'm like this is garbage. Ben Simmons, that that was that was accurate. It's about a Ben Simmons' trade spot, which is, I mean, dire at this point. I heard about that, and I'm like, I'm giving up on Microsoft Start slash Smart slash Whatever until I saw the article. And if you look at the example here, it says a giant cinnamon toast crunch mascot at a Marlins game became a nightmare. <laughs> fuel he's
1: in so the marlin many. man spot
2: and so in the marlin man spot looks like a horror show spongebob squarepants
1: doesn't it, it looks like he had some smelling salts
2: it looks like <laughs>
1: isn't he blocking people's view that's my
2: thing is like i would never eat cinnamon toast crunch again looking at this it's a it's a Those giant mascot words. taking three seats up and it is going very tall. And so then I realized... Is
1: he giving the guys in front of him... Do you call these noogies? <laughs> I yeah, thought it's like
2: hands.
0: <laughs> I didn't realize those were people. <laughs>
2: But anyway, I'm like, all right, I'm in on Microsoft Start. That was interesting.
0: <laughs> so maybe I need any more stuff. <laughs> the suit. news you need. Got him.
2: <laughs> all right. So anyway, there are some examples of it. And from the article, they say, I can now start with articles I want to read. The feed curates content based on my interests from over a 1,000 global premium publishing brands. The more I engage with the content, the more refined my feed becomes. And it goes on to say, I simply need to click the personalized button to get started. So you can see that, and I was looking through again, and there's a GIF here that we can we can show. And the first thing I did when I went to Microsoft Start was that I turned weather off. <laughs> first thing I did, I'm like, oh my gosh, weather's on this stupid thing, I need to get rid of it. I dislike weather so <laughs> much, it drives me crazy. I used to work <laughs> outdoors doing maintenance, as we well know from earlier job. in the show. Very dangerous. And I worked at a car wash, which is equally as dangerous, by the way. And I looked at weather. I lived off weather all my life. And they never got it right. And they never got it right. I'd be like, oh, I get a night off. And then I would have to work because the weather was always wrong. And this psycho that went to Microsoft Start goes first thing and clicks on weather and looks at the seven-day forecast, which is like kryptonite to me. Not to go back to last week's show. (laughs) But
1: you might as well. Who looks I didn't at listen. seven
2: day weather? <laughs> what are you doing?
1: People who want to know how the weather is going to be in yeah.
2: seven. Days. I'm a huge seven, seven day weather guy. You are cr- all crazy. Gotta
3: have an idea. Listen, at least a listen, cling of an idea. Yeah.
2: Listen to me, you everybody out there, listening. You think I'm crazy right now? Just do yourself a favor. Don't whatever you do, don't look at the weather for the next two weeks and then realize if it mattered or not. You just might need to be a little more prepared in your life. But you will, you will, you won't. People miss out on so much stuff because they think there's bad weather. Instead, just like go, go do your live your life. What are you doing? So Who I just, cares? mean I have to
3: throw out my almanac. You know,
2: it's no. Far, you far, I actually believe three months in advance. I believe in the farmer's almanac. That's another weird. How farm. do
3: you believe? You believe in, in the that? Farmer's almanac. Yeah, because I, no, I think day farmers day are
2: smart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do the I, farmers really do it? No, they don't. No, I talked to a farmer, and
2: they're like, they're like, oh, we're gonna have really wet, wet year this year. And this was early, earlier this year. And I'm like, all right, I don't know how you know that, but you're a farmer. I give you benefit of the doubt. I don't give some. I don't, I'm trying to think of a savory term here, but like meteorologists, some meteorologists. so I have a question, you
3: yeah. know how in the almanac it has like, um, it has forecasts like for the whole, basically like the year. And you can go in and you can look like weeks. So, would you trust the next seven days from the almanac over the?
2: Oh, I take almanac any day over a weatherologist or whatever they're called. hundred oh, percent. I hundred percent. I take <laughs> I take a farmer that looked at the sky or celestial beings or whatever. <laughs> look, actually, look at the weather delivered to you and look at how accurate it is, and you'll you'll be like, I'm a sucker. I'm a total sucker. We gotta test this. You <laughs> need to test it. You look at the weather seven days out and you're like, oh, I'm not going to do I this. I don't.
1: I never look at the weather.
2: I get married outside and look at the weather that day. <laughs> Swear to God. Didn't look once.
1: how did it turn out for you?
2: B- b- fine.
1: Still you're married. Blue skies. Yeah, that's all that matters. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, so whether you're looking for the latest T-Swift news or creepy mascot of the day, you might want to check out Microsoft Start. Just don't met, don't mix it with smart. Um, and it, it, in reality for, for marketers, there may be additional ad placement opportunities to be there um, for the Microsoft Advertising Network.
3: Now it's time for this week's Take of the Week. This is a hashtag buyer digital marketing take with extra spice served up just for you. We simply deliver the take for your consumption. We give no opinions. We don't influence.
2: You make the call. And this week's take of the week comes from Amanda Farley at A-F-R-I-E-D-T on Twitter and prior guest on Marketing A Talk here on
1: mm-hmm.
2: Marketing Clock. You can go back and check that out. I think it was, what, Five months ago, maybe?
1: It was like right after I came back, yeah. Yeah,
2: well, we can link to it over in community.markandclock.com. But Amanda had a great take. It was um, a PJ Tucker GIF, and she says, opening RFPs got me like, huh? Question mark. About to write 1,001 reasons why great agencies don't respond to your RFP. And then followed up saying, scope of work, colon, SEO, period. PPC, period. Like, I'll just listing random digital tactics Mm -hmm. in bullets. And then has Charlie from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia scratching his head, basically. Basically. I hate RFPs.
1: (laughs) But sometimes that's why they need help.
2: (laughs) They don't get it. the, The other thing is, like, the problem is the people writing RFPs know that they need help and they know what they need help in and I'm going to get to it and working hard. I'm fired up this week. But the people that make the decisions don't give a heck about any of the answers in the RFP. Yeah. I'm like, oh, SEO, PBC, but it's a website project and they don't care about that and they don't care about any of your input. Obviously, I'm bitter about this. Are but- you? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. And then have a discussion. And there was one thing, again, in the Agency Scoop Press uh, episode where Donnie was talking about the fact where instead of just having Q&A, they asked to to. Have a dialogue about the given RFP. And it's like, why didn't I think of that? You know, that's why I'm ordering onions on my eggs there. Yeah. But great take there, Amanda. Thank you.
3: Now it's time for this week's ICYMI. This is something you just might not have seen, maybe something that you overlooked, but you shouldn't have.
1: I see why my people from Julie Baccini at Neptune Moon on Twitter. She says, Have you checked out the Google Ads insights in your account lately? She has K through 12 education showing for a business consulting client and airline tickets and flights showing for a coding training client. Left thumbs down with comment for both. Algo needs work here. Hashtag PPC chat. So yeah. Um this is why you don't accept their rec- recommendations and press apply all because they don't know what's happening in your account.
2: Well, you know, I know Julie's sitting here with her glass of wine, <laughs> listening to the show, but I'm 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 gonna zig again to the zag because I'm super spicy today. Like the biz consulting client, maybe they're just getting in early, and they're like, "Look, little Peter in first grade, like let's get him now." You know, like let's hook him now, and I'm gonna tell him all about SAP and how he's he's gonna love it.
1: I'm sad for Peter.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Now it's time for this week's.
0: Pew, pew!
3: Lightning Round. At this point in the show, we split up our content into three parts paid, organic, and social.
1: And Julie is back again for the lightning round. She retweeted a story from TechMeme about how Instacart is expanding its online platform and its de- as its delivery business slows. So maybe don't reschedule my pickup for the next day. It's not even delivery. It's half the work. You can't do it the day I ask for it. I ordered something in the morning that wasn't available to pick up until the next day. OK, yeah. fix that.
3: I have so many questions. Then about worry ads. about ads. That happened to me, too, last week. So
1: I'm starving.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't eaten since. <laughs>
1: And if that is not enough for you, maybe a new Reddit ad placement will be because Reddit is debuting a new ad placement in conversation threads. That sounds even like you know Reddit's scary. and Now you're like getting into the weeds of the conversation. Here's your Xbox ad. Yeah,
2: yeah, your Xbox ad is like in between somebody talking about how smooth (laughs) the skin appears to be. (laughs) (laughs) You made me. And what the hair smells like, and there's your Xbox ad.
1: Greg is in some really disturbing Reddit threads that (laughs) we talked about last week and you don't want to know. Okay. It's disgusting. You're not wrong. I'm nervous about these comment ads. And next up, Windows 11 is dropping October 5th and Mike Ryan thinks you should care. He tweeted from his at Mike Ryan retail Twitter account. Windows 10 default settings are a key driver of Bing search volume and therefore Microsoft ads. Though partnerships with Ecosia And others have been important. I think it's uncontroversial to say that OS adoption was the main reason for search market share gains. So more people are going to be automatically using Edge as they open up their browsers after the update. So be ready, people. And another tweet from Mike, he says, I feel like I'm being trolled at this point because I think this is an email. And it says Moto Integrator shifts gears and grows sales by thirty percent with (laughs) Marketer. I don't even know about that (laughs) CSS and smart shopping campaigns. And then down in the details, it says approach market and query analysis. And I don't know if Moto Integrator knows Mm -hmm. about smart shopping, but there aren't any queries, so (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's they found that out when they analyzed (laughs) (laughs) their their analysis. (laughs) and amanda tweeted from her at finding amanda twitter account microsoft adds hot tip your campaigns get opted into the usa and canada by default remove canada if you don't want to target the i don't think we're supposed to say that word if we're not canadian isn't it kind of a slur what word (laughs) the name of the hockey team yeah it's a hockey team canadians i thought it was a slur okay i'm not saying canadian i don't do drugs and i don't slur the canadians Are you, wait, for real? You think no, not no, the Vancouver words. team.
2: Yeah. What, what, what's the Vancouver team?
1: The You're trying to get her to say it. We need a bleep. <laughs> no, I'm not Are you Canadian? Myself. No, I'm not.
0: My grandmother Canadian. was, so I'll say it. <laughs> is it a slur?
2: You can see Canadia from your house, you right? Can see Canadia from my home. Oh, yes, Canadia.
1: <laughs> Just waving at all the maple trees and yelling at moose. Well, it sounds like Amanda is, um, well, she's vaccinated, according to her handle, and Canadian, so she did it. <laughs> I'm not going to. <laughs> and Anu tweeted from her at the marketing Anu Twitter handle this week that she has not been able to get if functions to work in RSA ad copy this was a big conversation last week. Um, fans of ad customizers are not happy because not all of the ad customizers are available in RSAs that are available in ETAs, and I guess if functions are one of them. And Martin Rottenberg at Blue Marty, I am sorry for messing up your name. Um, he said, that is in fact his number one issue as well. Many ad customizers features are not available in ETAs, including if functions, Um, And therefore, audience based customization, location based customization, time based, and the whole conditional ads workaround. So um, and he also said that they've done some really cool things with location, including they had the location customizer change their ad copy for sunglasses based on the trigger warning, Greg, weather. Mm. So if somebody was searching for the sunglasses and it was sunny, they could change the headline to sunny, buy our shades. Or if it was rainy, it would be rainy. No worries. They're weatherproof. I think that is so cool. So um, he can do that in ETAs and it's not available for RSAs. People are really upset about this. Jeannie chimed in from her at ads liaison account and said, if functions aren't supported in RSAs because of low adoption, but they're exploring new solutions, ad customizers are available. Keyword location and countdown." Location is more streamlined in RSAs, and the team is looking at more use cases and listening to feedback.
2: And Jeannie, we trust.
1: Yes. I really hope that they figure this out, and I do trust her. They have a whole year. And Spotify ads are seen as more trustworthy than TikTok ads, according to a new study from Cantor. I totally believe this because I get so many ads for the Halara dresses. I wouldn't be surprised if you do. You do? I okay. I've been getting those ads because my friend, who's a guy, gets them too. And I was thinking he is into fashion, so maybe it was just like a mess up with that. But everyone gets these ads for these sporty girly dresses, and like even men, like they're doing a terrible job with their targeting. Figure it out. I can't believe you get them too. Figure no, it was, out.
3: I was starting to think the other day. I'm like, do I need one of these dresses? <laughs> <This is like laughs> the Every day dress. So much.
1: <laughs> like, it's unbelievable. You do need one.
3: I, I might Post
1: as well sign. at this point. <laughs> and Mike Ryan tweeted about the whole ad strength conversation that was talked about last week regarding RSAs and Google Ads. After the RSA announcement, some people said that it's fine because you can pin, including me. And others pointed out that pins can lead to a lower ad strength in your ads. Um, and you'll remember that ad strength doesn't impact quality score, but quote, ad strength is a better predictor of clicks and conversions than quality score. Am I in? an SEO? Doesn't this sound like we're talking about like something is not a ranking factor?
2: It's not technically a ranking what factor, a but nightmare. you need to have it to be eligible for a top
1: story. What a nightmare. Like, why is there a, an ad rank if it doesn't matter?
2: And there was a great tweet by Brad Geddes uh, as well last week that we can link to over at communitymarketingclock.com at where he analyzed some RSAs along with uh, old uh, ETAs as well. And the RSAs had good scores, very, very high click-through rates. It might've been like 1.5X, the click-through rate of the ETAs. But the ETAs, the cost per conversion was $100 less. Like the conversion rate was so much better on the ETAs. And it's it's like, what do we even care about this for?
1: I hate it. I feel like I'm an SEO and I don't want to be. So Ginny chimed in. and said that yes, it does affect ad strength when you pin things because it limits the number of combinations that can show. They recommend pinning multiple assets to one location. Some people can't do that because of regulations. Um, And she also says aim for one RSA with at least good or excellent ad strength per ad group. So what's the point of the other ones? I don't know. Aim
2: for giving us some good data.
1: Yeah. And more RSA talk. I know we're jumping around here, but... Back to the ad customizers, Anastasia Sorokina, who was a all star marketing a talk guest, said that her rep confirmed that all ad customizers will be available for RSAs. She doesn't say when, she doesn't say how, but I like a good rumor, so I support it. And request. Can
2: she be a recurring guest? She was fantastic. Oh, she
1: was amazing. Unbelievable. And she like just does so many fun things. I know. I wanna work with makeup AR. (laughs) And Fred Valleys from Optimizers had a live town hall that was published Wednesday about how to build a career in PPC. The panel features some of our famous favorites like Julie Pacini, Kirk Williams, Christy Olson. Christy talks about how she like somehow got into PPC through an online dating site. Like she met a guy on the site. And I don't know if it's her husband. Her husband was also in the background of the recording at one point. It was very I have so many questions for her Um, and John Lee, who is another marketing to talk guest. So if you miss this, you can catch the replay on Optimizer on the Optimizer YouTube channel. It's a great show. So check it out. And last week, when we were complaining about Google ads, text ads, we got a response from Conda Go ready at ready 2449 on twitter
2: oh 2448 was taken
1: i think he said that the last time we brought this in <laughs> so he said well google ads is taking down everything microsoft announced the expansion of audience network to 18 new countries so if you thought your country wasn't eligible for the audience network might be a good time to check. Thank you, Conda. And
2: I've got some breaking PPC news, Shep, if I can jump in here and steal oh, your thunder. Please. I was just notified by Larry Chassie, at Al Chassis on Twitter, a tweet from Colin Slattery. And Colin said, LOL, Google auto-applying, removing negative keywords. GTFO. What? If that's true, I, hey, we just, I, I'm just reporting news of a tweet. I'm not reporting news of a feature. But if what Colin said is true... <laughs> Yikes. Removing negative terms is a tough luck.
1: Yeah. I have it, so many questions. Was he opted in?
2: Am I, I opted
1: am in? I'm concerned,
2: but it's just another reason for you to go through and look at what auto-applied recommendations you are allowing in your account. And power listener of the show, Hillary Quinn at Proximo Webs on Twitter, had alerted me to another tweet from Mark Williams Cook at the Tafer Boy on Twitter. And she said, wow at Greg Finn at PPC Greg she's got all the Gregs in this tweet which is awesome thank you Hillary and Mark had said this is the position Google has put us in to retain our premier partner status we have to apply Google's auto recommendations we have tested and proven the remaining auto recommendations from Google reduce client performance but of course make Google more money hashtag PPC
1: what is this is like dystopian reality corner what are these stories sad
2: everybody yelled at me when i whined about the partners program this is it hey mark you shouldn't be a premier partner if this is the case i understand you're going to lose so much support so much help so much everything it's going to make everything harder but at the end of the day you're going to be able to sleep well at night knowing that you're truthful to your morals as a human it's like yeah please 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 don't do this. And all he needs is 0.07% to keep his premier status. And then PPC Greg chimed in and said that they've updated it to include dismissed recommendations, though they say a dismissed recommendation can reappear after a certain period if it becomes relevant then. Just a note to anybody out there, if you're hiring a paid search agency, A, make sure they know what they're doing. B, make sure that you know why they are implementing something. They shouldn't just be making changes on your behalf, especially for things like this. This is a huge decision that an agency would have to make. Not for us. You know, what are we going to do?
1: Not be partners. partners.
2: Not be partners. I don't care. Yeah. I would be anti-partners. I-, I would love it. Are you saying I don't have to retake my test? <laughs> no, don't <that's> take test. <laughs> it's just, you never know what the motivation is for changes to your account. And it's just sad. 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 So that's what I say half the time when talking partners. That
1: was a really depressing little paid corner there. I'm sorry, it's breaking
2: news. (laughs) Tell Hillary not to at me on Twitter. I don't know what to say.
1: (laughs) What's happening Uh, in organic?
2: Okay, so first up in organic, the page experience update is now complete if you recall it started on june 15th it is now done as of september 2nd so if you are in your ga right now pause the podcast rate us five stars and then go and annotate june 15th as the beginning of the page experience update and september 2nd as the end of the page experience update what a journey i know and hopefully we're going to put together a little programming that's going to help navigate all the recent changes here coming out hopefully this month we'll see Next up, Google's added new documentation for a beta feature that allows users to follow a website in their uh, on their Google Discover feed. So you can basically pull up in Chrome, and on mobile, there's kind of an option to basically follow the name of the site, and there's like the little um, favicon next to it as well. I tried to do it for Marketing Clock in Cypress North, and I couldn't. So good luck, I guess, but Google is Roger Monti over on Search Engine or Journal Buster. was saying that Google is requiring hub and leaf feeds is what he said. So that there's a feed to a main landing page and then category and archive pages. So you might need to just go through and optimize it yourself. I'll, we'll do it and report back and tell you how it works. All right, next up, by way of Glenn, Gabe on twitter at glengabe the google app is getting a redesigned collections tab that is more automated and useful i have used only android for a long time i switched over DuckDuckGo is now my main browser i've tried to use the collections thing i don't understand what the difference between bookmarks and collections are and where you find one and not the other but if you're somebody that's navigated that successfully there's now a better rollout of collections so the thing that I think is going to impact marketers is a shopping section at the end that will show products you've been tracking, aka price drops. So you can keep researching Carousel, and then there's also a recipe section. So if you are a retailer, it is something to look out for and see how you can optimize for the new collections experience. Do you use collections? No. You? I, <laughs> I wipe things look and over then over never here. look no. back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up from Digiday Salon is turning off comments as it is banking on email newsletters to generate identity connections for targeted ads. And it was a fairly interesting article from Digiday. They were talking about how the commenting was like a dual purpose for Salon where they were required to get an email address so they could identify who was where on the site and it would help with programmatic advertising. But comments are just horrific. To put it nicely, like it's just it's just a problem. So many folks out there, with the exception of Power Listener Barry Schwartz, I feel like he's never going to turn comments off. I remember vividly a, uh, a conversation we had at Search Engine Land back in the day when we were turning comments off. And Matt McGee at the time was like, yeah, we need to turn this off. There's no point in moderating all these comments. And Barry's just like, I love the comments. I love comments. And if you look at the comments over on Search Engine Roundtable,
1: yeah. We've had like stories that have gone down in the comments. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's
2: like, I'm not again. It's just it's something. The comments are officially something. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, you may want to turn that off, but they're pivoting to newsletters. So, um, you know, check that out, I guess. Another thing from the article that was just kind of misleading or I guess not misleading. It was just strange to include this fact they said, over the last six months, after weeding out email subscribers who were not opening or clicking through from its email newsletters, the publisher's open rates have risen from sixteen percent to thirty-two percent. It's like, am I supposed yeah. to be proud of Isn't that? that? <laughs> Can't anyone do that? <laughs> yeah, you, just, you cropped out everybody that hated your newsletter, like good basic math. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Okay, Bing is also testing a skip to web results that uh, you can see over on Search Engine Roundtable and the link attached to the left side bar of the page when you see it in the SERPs and it anchors you right down to the, what Barry says, the proper portion of the search ads.
1: Barry, shots fired. Team unpaid. Yeah, team unpaid. Proper.
2: How dare you? (laughs) Let me just double check and make sure that is what you said, Barry. (laughs) Oh, wait, he might not have said proper. Maybe I said that. No, he did say that. Barry's word for word is the link is attached to the left side bar of the page and anchors you down to the proper portion of the search.
1: Whatever, Barry, I get it. Well, they're the search results.
2: No love for team paid. All right, and Bing content submission API is now available to all. And this comes from Barry Schwartz over on Search Engine Land. Uh, Too bad that we learned last week from Eli Schwartz that I think, like, what, 38? A very low number of people actually use Webmaster Tools at all, so good luck using the Content Submission API. And from Simo Ahava, over on Twitter, at Simo Ahava, there is a new Google Ads remarketing tag that you can use with your Google Tag Manager. Well, I guess it's a new deployment, so it now works server-side tagging, and it's very similar to the Google Ads conversion tag. Super easy to set up, obviously, to Google products there. Um, Check it out at Simo Hava on Twitter or Community.MarketingClock to see it in action. Um, Very simple to use. And then before I kick it over to you, Jess, for social, we're just going to do a quick check-in on those new web titles. Sort of, how's it going?
0: Okay. All right. All right.
2: Nick Wilson, at Nick Wilson on Twitter with a D, says, title changes for BBC iPlayer. Top branded result is now pointing to a series on the page. Second result looked better for the term, but it points to a subchannel. channel Will be interesting to see the effect of click-through rate on this. And he searched for iPlayer, and the first thing that shows up in the web title, which is what Google displays, says Silent Witness-BBC iPlayer. Hmm. All right, next we're going to go to Charles Medellin, uh, at Charles Medellin on Twitter, and he says, great example of Google rewriting the title tag and getting it very wrong. For non-UK folk, HMRC is the UK tax collectors <laughs> tax collectors and he did a search for the uk um, what did i just say that for the
0: hmrc
2: hmrc and the example says hm revenue and customs dash tax avoidance dad click gov.uk the like, calm. Huh. all right and then we've got one more how's it going in title tags here and this comes from colleen harris at cdog 2610 on twitter and she says i came over to seo twitter to ask if the gmb support form had gone away it took me a good three minutes to realize their own page title search update was causing my confusion and she searched for gmb support form In the support form web title that's pulled into the search engine results pages reads, sign in dash Google accounts.
1: That's their website. Well, at least they're consistent. Yeah. Okay.
2: We make no judgment.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Next week, let's try to end on the happy news. There's no happy news. Both segments. (laughs) All right. Well, let's get happy with
0: social that no one cares about. In addition to the new shopping functionality we already talked about in the main news, Twitter is also testing some features aimed at making people feel more free and safe to be themselves on the platform without judgment. Things like archiving old tweets after a certain threshold, like 30 days, 60 days a year whatever. Removing an individual follower from your account without notifying them and hiding the tweets that you've liked. They also renamed the unmention yourself feature that they've been testing already. They renamed it to remove yourself from conversation. I, I really prefer
1: unmention yourself. Unmention yourself. <laughs> I don't like it. So,
0: you guys have seen how to lose a guy in 10 days? Right? When the guy yells out the window, women in New York, frost yourselves. It's about (laughs) diamonds. Like, that's what unmention yourself just sounds wrong. (laughs) It sounds like unmentionable. Exactly. (laughs) Like, you don't want to unmention yourself. That's skeevy. So, I'm all about the name change. I think that's fine.
2: And if you think at any point you're going to be a celebrity or a... Athlete, just set this up now or you're gonna have like Mitch Trubisky um, <laughs> repercussions.
0: That's you know what, Greg, when I was writing my notes, that's exactly what I thought to myself. Yeah. yeah. Love Mitch. Deep. <laughs> so
1: oh, we the, probably maybe did the, something the, bad and that's why <laughs> <laughs> I, I try, have no <laughs> idea who Mitch is. I tried to pick maybe the,
2: the least yeah. problematic tweets out of anybody, so <laughs> Look it up for yourself.
0: I'm trying, Jennifer. Okay, next up from Alessandro Peluzzi at Alex193A on Twitter. He says, hashtag Twitter is working on the possibility of listening to at Twitter spaces without having to be logged in. Double I emoji. And then it just, he has a screenshot here of eh, other listeners. Trolls. Well, so trolls, right? And it also feels kind of like the previous story. Like if you just want to listen to something, but you don't want to be associated with it, fine. But I also think that this could be good if there's a good conversation going on. Not everyone on the planet uses or signs into Twitter, so you could share a link. People could listen to the space. I feel like that's actually kind of a nice feature that you just don't have to be on the platform if there's a good conversation happening.
2: I agree. You can just hop in and get more audience, right? That's what right. Twitter should be worried about. In this case, this, I think this is the right move. You might just want to hop in and find out about that newest rock, you know, NFT, and boom. You don't want to be embarrassed because your, you know, kindergarten teacher sees you on the chat.
0: I have no idea what you're talking about, but this could be the thing that gets me on the platform. Somebody shares a conversation like that that I'm interested in.
2: It won't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. From across the pond, according to BBC News and app Annie, TikTok overtakes YouTube for average watch time in the U.S. and the U.K., and it is important to note that that is a per user basis, so average watch time per user. TikTok has more than YouTube, but YouTube still has more users and so holds the title for total watch time in general, if you count it all together. But it's still a big deal if you think about it. So if TikTok users are spending more time engaging with and consuming content on the app than they are on YouTube and your target audience is on TikTok, consider it as part of your strategy. Just food for thought.
2: And for the record, this is an epic, 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 epic loss for YouTube. For sure. They are doing everything you could possibly do wrong. They bought this platform that was unstoppable and found a way to stop it with premium and YouTube TV and everything that YouTube isn't in shorts and this and that it's unbelievable what they've done to this platform. It should be the next TV and they've ruined it. They've tried to, you're supposed to be the next TV and your business model is selling other people's TV. What are you doing? What, how does that make sense? How does it make sense? Whose
1: TV are they selling?
2: It's like YouTube YouTube TV. TV? And it's like, why would you do that? Make YouTube a good product, help people get into series they like and content they like. Maybe it's marketing clock. Maybe it's not. It's probably not. But like, (laughs) like get people onto things that are relevant to them and help them find the hyper localized, targeted things that make sense to them. And cultivate people using youtube and instead they're trying to force you to buy it with premium and then force you instead to upgrade to a tv package so you can get history channel who gives
1: a heck running ads on videos for people who aren't eligible to profit off of them it's, it's
2: just a monumental <laughs> error on their part with what they've done
1: it's it's very sad how dare you
0: all right well good good news? Um, (laughs) No, there'll be no good news. I have some. I think this is cool. I don't know how amazing it will be to change your life, but it's a cool thing. From LinkedIn, you can now compare your page to competitors. There's a new item in the analytics dropdown that will let you select a competitor of your page and export the data on their total followers, new followers, total engagements, and total posts. More insights are better than less. So I say go and check this out. It's always helpful to have more data. All right, from... Lady Amina, that's at alpha underscore mind seven on Twitter. She says the Australian federal government is planning to de-anonymize the Internet to introduce a social credit system to combat online abuse. Police will have access to individuals' social media accounts, which will be linked to
1: people's passports. (laughs) It's
0: a lot, right? We don't have time to get into it, but it's an important distinction. She says in her tweet, she uses the word planning but the australian carrie underwood looking <laughs> news anchor looks, here she is carrie underwood wait right? you cannot
1: tell me it's that not It's not carrie underwood it's not i watched Bob. the clip
0: i watched the clip it's not carrie underwood it's carrie down underwood. <laughs> 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 Wait, <Yes>. wait, <laughs> did you get that on the spot or did you plan it i thought of that just now amazing <laughs> i can't believe i didn't think of it before thank you Anyway, my point was she used the word considering, not planning. <laughs> there's there's a difference there. All right. Who cares about the news when you guys think I'm funny for once? Moving on. Twitter's getting edgy with a new test on iOS edge to edge tweets. Greg, I think this is what you were alerting to before with wider tweets. Essentially, it's full with visuals in the timeline. I don't hate it. And next up from the desk of Greg Finn reviews, Twitter's reviews in profile, subscribe, the link has been spotted in the wild by none other than this guy here, Greg Finn. And it looks really good. So if you're wondering where in the wild, friend of the show Azeem has a newsletter, The Marginalized Marketer, you can peep it. It's at Azeem Digital on Twitter and subscribe if you like. But it looks really, really good in the Twitter profile. But Greg, you didn't love the sharing experience. It was very,
2: very easy to subscribe. It really stands out. I think that shadow, like the white on white shadow, really stands out on Twitter. And then all you have to do is re- um, like confirm your subscription in email. And when you do confirm it, the only thing I didn't like about it is they give you a very generic share option where it says, Join me in following this newsletter? Question mark. Eyeball, eyeball.
1: That's re- Really creepy. It's I'm weird. not gonna
2: tweet that. Well, Who I wrote thought this? you
1: did. I thought you wrote
0: that. I was no. like, that's kind of not Greg, but, but why, it would they, why, why would they choose that, that the emoji? Default? I don't
2: know.
1: That, that emoji is suspicious.
2: I know. Yeah. It's like it's like Join me? the somebody to, took the least effort to pin it like to write a tweet. So but check it out. Go look at it at Azime uh, Digital on Twitter and go subscribe too. And you can see exactly what we're talking yeah. about.
0: Looks really good. All right, Shep, this is news for us, gamers slash sporty girlies. Facebook has entered the fantasy gaming market. Oh, we're in a fantasy league. Yeah, we are, right? With work. With yeah. It's like required. We don't for know anything drop. about what's happening.
1: It's no, we fine. auto-drafted, but we're winning.
0: <laughs> so Facebook, according to this article from TechCrunch, they're getting into fantasy sports and other types of fantasy games. They had an announcement. It says this morning, but obviously it's not this morning if you're listening to the show. But a recent announcement of the launch of Facebook Fantasy Games in the US, Canada, on the Facebook, US and Canada, on the Facebook app for iOS and Android. And some of the games have been described as like simpler versions of traditional fantasy sports. So this actually <laughs> could be for us if we want to get involved. But I need to tell my husband, have I ever told you guys about Chris's idea for his what fantasy game he's come up with?
2: Chris, your husband? Yes. No.
0: No? This is his passion project. He's been yammering about it for years. Fantasy fishing. <laughs> but literally you just fish like there's no draft he doesn't understand even I know what a fantasy league is he's like no you just get to fish cool like sharks and things
2: first off Jess <laughs> how dare you say something this dangerous <laughs> fishing is number two fishers and related fishing workers have 77.4 fatal work injuries or 30 fatalities a year
3: <laughs> also there's like fishing simulating games like well, you can just play why would you play that <laughs> i
1: don't know i'm concerned for everyone <laughs> i
0: guess if it's very if it's that dangerous maybe you do need to live your life online and do fantasy fishing anyway S-
3: seven bucks on steam
1: <laughs> so i <So> know <laughs> Is he going to be the one doing the fishing like other people are betting on it? Like, I don't know. he, he just keeps saying down. that we have developers here and
0: I should talk to them about this idea and I keep telling it's him. It's also no. like you're both vegetarians. <laughs> well, Can we like talk about this that? Uh, blacksmith idea a for you, oh
2: my
0: he wants you to go to birthday parties and Blacksmith and he wants a cut of the profits. He's got great ideas. Anyway.
2: Got a cut of the liability, actually. <laughs>
3: I'm like watching, number eleven
0: on the dangerous.
3: I'm watching. Hey, his kid! Idea as we
0: speak, <laughs> <laughs> he fantasy just, fishing. He just fish, you know? he just fish in different locations. Yeah. Hey,
2: kid! Come here near the forge. <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the best part is he'll never hear any of this. <laughs> okay, so speaking of good ideas, this is a story from TechCrunch. Instagram may not be a photo sharing app anymore, but Glass is. And do you know what else glass is? This app? Fragile. Probably. It's going to break because it's not free. Clear. (laughs) You you blow glass when you blacksmith?
2: I've I've blown glass. I know you have. (laughs) You
0: brought your children. So, exactly. It's a perfect party theme. Anyway, this is a $5 a month photo sharing app. They're trying to grow it without ad revenue or venture capital. So, yeah. Good luck. Um, I don't know. At least I understand what this is because I do not understand this next story. The creator of Vine, Dom Hoffman, or co-creator, I think, he created something new and it's called Loot. I, I've never been so confused. The article starts out talking about NFTs. I usually gloss over, so I did. I don't care about NFTs at all. So I scrolled through. This article from The Verge, by the way. There was a tweet where Loot was announced. And I thought, this will help me understand what the thing is. And it's really long, but it says loot, randomized adventurer gear, no images or stats, intentionally omitted for others to interpret, no feed, just gas, 8,000 bags total. And it's got some links. And then there's like a list of things. What is happening? I don't understand. One of them is a death root, studded leather gloves and a necklace of enlightenment And I need that last one because I just don't understand what this is. It's apparently a social network. They mentioned Dogecoin. I don't get it. I I don't know why you picked me to talk
1: about it. It's in another language. I didn't pick you. It's a
2: social network. I
1: don't don't understand what point you
2: don't understand.
1: I understand none of this. A divine hood? They should replace the O's and loot with the I's from that tweet. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Loot. (laughs) (laughs) That's the key takeaway here, folks. Enjoy your week.
3: And that brings us to our real life segment, straight out of our accounts and into your ear holes. It's time for working hard or hardly working.
1: I don't think this is new at all. And I'm probably a loser, but for just discovering it, but you can have a clipboard history on Chrome so you can copy things. And then once you have this enabled, you can go back later and open the clipboard history and it'll have everything you've copied. And then you can go back and paste it later.
0: That's nice. Yeah. I always feel like I've lost it once I've done it once and done something
1: It's else. really nice. So I think it's Windows Key V to bring it up. Really nice.
2: That's cool. Something hardly working in my accounts. We just had a pitch for a website that, quote unquote, was supposed to be a, quote, marketing machine, unquote. Ooh. And that was... In, in the RFP and this is why I hate RFPs. And the people that wrote the proposal are like, we need this website to work. And it's like, oh, this is cool. They need this thing to work. We can figure out how to hook into their CRM, make sure the automation's on point, get everything r- rolling essentially. And there are all these things that we've wanted to do for so long that are like right here, we can build the right ways or happen on it. Then the people in the meeting, it's just, they're the decision makers and they don't care. They want something shiny. And it's like, we're just not like somebody that's going to do spec work. And you shouldn't hire somebody that's doing spec work design for you. Just for the record, we're going to lose it. If I look at my email right now, we didn't get, I'm sure we didn't get this account. But I don't know. It's just, we're just, it's working, hardly working. I don't know. I Sometimes it's like, this is what you say you want and talk to it. But people only want sizzle, I feel like. I don't know. I don't know. I just hate the entire RFP process. It It's so well-intentioned we have so little time with decision makers and ultimately they're not the ones that get stuck with the ramifications of that decision and it's just it's frustrating so i'm with i'm with amanda on that i just i'm done i i'm not done with rfps but i'm gonna take what some of the things that donnie talked about in the agency scoop podcast i referenced earlier what's up with you jess
0: So for me, speaking of decision makers, we had a situation come up today where we were trying to launch a new website project and we do a discovery meeting where we talk through basically questionnaire responses right, from stakeholders in the project and what do you want this website to do, all these things. And it's a really, really, really important conversation that kicks off the entire project. It drives everything that we do. And we had it scheduled and everybody was there except one person. And that one person was somebody whose input would really make a difference. (laughs) And I know it sounds crazy. It was a last minute cancellation. They were in a client meeting and it ran long and and they said, just go on without me. But I love that the entire team was like, we really shouldn't waste an hour and a half of your time. Let's reschedule this meeting. And I, I just feel like that was so refreshing because sometimes you have everybody in the room except one person and you're like, eh, we'll fill them in later. And things get missed and it just can screw things up down the line. So I just thought it was really refreshing that the team was very open and like, we really need this person. Let's just reschedule. So I thought that was great. Working hard. Communication. Caleb?
3: All right. Uh, I was working from home last week and I was trying to look at placements for uh, the show campaign. It would not work on my laptop for anything. Everything else is fine. Can look at bids, can look at, you know, uh, the campaign, the groups. But when I try to see where the ads appearing, it would just crap out and give me the classic Google ads cannot work. It's not working at this time. Please try again later. So yeah, that was really annoying and hardly working. So rude. And now for this week's
0: Cool Tool.
3: As a reminder, our Cool Tool segment is not an official endorsement or paid mention. We're simply sharing something we found in our travels that maybe have of use to our listeners. And is really, really cool.
0: This week's cool tool is Jenny, an AI content generator that's really more of a collaborator. It all starts with just a few pieces of input from you, the human. You need a description of the content you want to write, a top search query you're going after, and the target location of the searcher, so like the US. And then bam, but not really bam because this is a process. You give input and change things along the way. So after you input your direction, your initial direction, Jenny will scrape the SERPs doing research on existing content and generates possible titles for you from there, she goes on to create an outline and actually writes the article for you again with human input along the way from the demo. The writing looks pretty natural, which is kind of spooky, but obviously I don't think we're going to be replaced by robots yet, but this could be a very cool tool to save you a little bit of time, at least outlining stuff. And then you can fill in the blanks from there. So if you want to learn more and see Jenny in action, there's a great product demo video. We'll link to it in the newsletter as well as on Discord. You can also just pop over to Jenny, that's with an I, AI and see it for yourself. So pick your poison and check it out.
3: And now it's time for our must read marketing article of the week. An article so advanced, so in depth, so detailed, we simply cannot cover it in its entirety on today's show.
2: And this week's must-read marketing article of the week comes from Lily Ray over on AMSIV Digital. She's got a post called, What Does It Take to Rank in Google Discover? She covers what is Google Discover if you haven't listened to us or we've maybe been living under a rock. But the more important thing, she covers why it matters to SEO and why she cares so much about Discover. So. I think one thing everybody can learn from in this article is the Discover ranking factors and eligibility, the crawling. It's just a great job. If you're looking to get into Google Discover, you're spinning your wheels, you're frustrated. Don't miss this article from Lily. She covers everything you need to know, risks, warnings, just what's going good with top performing URLs. Everything's in there. So thank you, Lily.
1: All right. That does it for today's show.
0: It is now officially not Marketing O'Clock.
2: Thanks for listening.
0: And we'll see you next week.
3: Thanks for listening to this week's Marketing O'Clock. If you're looking for more information on today's topics, head over to marketingoclock.com newsletter to receive every single article we covered. We share the news as it breaks in our Discord community. Head over to community.marketingoclock.com to join. And we'll see you next week.
1: Welcome to this week's shooting the heck. We're after our famous Friday news show. We don't talk about marketing anymore. We just... Shoot
2: the heck.
1: Okay, today we're going to be playing a game. It's some people's favorite game, some people's least favorite game, and some people just tolerate it. And the game is two types of people where you give a type of person and you're either one type or you're the other type. There's no falling in the middle, although we usually do. Okay. (laughs) My two types of people is there are people who are on the right side of history and they cover their toothbrush in the bathroom and protect it from the poop particles (laughs) that happen when you flush the toilet. Oh, my gosh. And then there are the animals who leave their toothbrush uncovered, exposed to the elements in the bathroom. First up. Which type are you? Oh, my goodness. First
2: up, why would you bring bathrooms into shooting the hack?
1: You, <laughs> you bring bathrooms into everything <laughs> have you seen the Mythbusters no they I haven't I have an answer I have
2: an answer I am 1000% no cover of a tooth.
1: I knew it you're sick
2: don't care no way uh, if you think that that little teeny plastic cover is doing anything you're you're incorrect.
1: Mythbusters guessed- busted, they proved the myth. Nope, it's that wrong.
2: I busted them. I just did it right now. If busted you leave it bust.
1: uncovered. You no, know, it's a double bust, you There's poop you're particles wrong. on your toothbrush when no, they flush the toilet. There's
2: gonna be poop particles everywhere.
1: who you, you think it's- you're Not, gonna
3: not get a poop in my mouth! Out? That's and what guess I don't what? get. If it's a particle, it's really small. How yeah. is like a, a plastic cover stopping it? I do cover my toothbrush, but I also don't believe it you works. You know what's
1: even worse? The sickos who travel and they don't put their toothbrush in a plastic bag or a travel case and just floating in their bag, <laughs> touching <laughs> things. I'm going to
2: show you a slack from the weekend. I don't well, Jess answers. see it. Jess can answer. What are you, Jess?
0: I'm a bad mom <laughs> because my toothbrush and my husband's toothbrush are in our drawers, but we don't want the kiddo in the drawers because there's other like vitamins and stuff in there. So his is on the counter so he can reach it. And reach Cover it. Tooth.
2: Nope, don't.
0: He's brushing his teeth you with want germs. Yes. He
2: needs immunity. <laughs> you
0: want
3: germs? Yes, you want it? Yeah, immunity. Hey,
2: You're gonna be. You, you, you need to fight stuff off. How are you gonna fight stuff off? And here's a funny little thing I shared with Jess this weekend.
0: Oh no, that though that really bothered me. That's not the same. That's not the same. It's <laughs> a picture
2: of a bathroom, and it says. Thanks. I hate the public toothbrush. And it says, please rinse public toothbrush after each use." And it's
1: uncovered. There's a difference between public poop particles and the ones in your own home. Okay. Well, Jess is the only. Oh, no. Caleb said you covered it too.
3: But I don't agree with the science.
1: Greg, you're just wrong. You don't agree with (laughs) the
2: science.
3: Jury's still out.
2: Like, I don't get sick. I'm fine.
3: The
1: me. worst is people who travel with it floating around the bag. Yeah, I can't. Oh, or I people
3: can't travel who with anyway, travel with their toothbrush no. and use the same toothbrush at home. That's weird to me.
1: Oh, you have a separate travel toothbrush? Oh, absolutely. No, mine has a case. So, Okay, Caleb, what are your two types of people?
3: All right. So this is like kind of started in my head when I was out at a restaurant in um, in Staten Island. Ugh. But um, all right, there's two types of people. There's people who pour the condiments that they get all over their food. Right. Just absolutely all over it. And just like it's all mixed together or the people who have it in like the individual cups on the side and dip stuff.
2: First up, I like the fact that you're pretending you didn't cook in your <laughs> abode. <laughs> Not allowed. My no. uh, Airbnb
3: rating is going to go down. This
1: <laughs> depends on the type of food. I don't. I have a big problem with people who pour condiments on their French fries. Oh yeah, yeah that's what? wrong.
2: I mean,
3: yeah. That's
1: but if it's Wait, a bur- really, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh they get all soggy. No. And did Everyone no. wants to share fries, and then like it's not fair. Not not every fry is created equal if that's they're all buried why under you condiments. Do it, so you no, don't have no. to share
3: your fries. It's like uh, if you. I love condiments. Like I really do. I love barbecue sauce, mustard, ketchup, all of them. And if you put them all over, like you just get ketchup, you just pour it all over, you know how much you want. No one's going to ask you for to taste it because they think it looks gross. It's perfect.
1: Th- it's no. not. Because there's never, it's never going to be evenly distributed. There's fries with nothing. <laughs> there's fries with everything. The fries with nothing are the biggest problem at the bottom. They're just soggy. Oh, I don't like anything. condiments, so uh-huh. I like them.
0: Yeah.
2: No, I, I am, I am, I'm team dipping. If I had to choose one or another, I'd even dip my hamburger if I had to. I don't do that. Oh, I put and, it on top. Oh, I'm just cheese. saying. I, but if you're saying I have to choose one or the other, I will gladly dip a fry in blue cheese or in hot sauce or something rather than yeah. it on and it.
1: And I prefer Chicky Tendies just for this reason because <laughs> I like Chicky Tendies. Wow, <laughs> I'm with you guys. Caleb's nuts. Yeah,
0: Jess, what are yours? So this is, I feel like I always talk about microwaves, but I got a microwave one. There are people, when you stop the microwave early, there are people that clear it out and there are people that leave.
1: This is another work (laughs) one, you can
0: sense my opinion. There are people that leave the (laughs) remaining time there like someone else is gonna use those two seconds.
1: What are you? I was someone you hated. (laughs) And then my new microwave, when I moved into my house, started beeping when you left time on it. Good. So I'm a changed woman. Good.
2: I have an embarrassing answer. I don't know what I am. I feel that like means you're the are, one she doesn't no, like. I feel like I'm considerate when I leave the, the bathroom. Just to bring it back to your topic, <laughs> chef, I try to like make sure there's another piece of paper hanging out. I feel like I'm very considerate. It's
1: covered in. I feel like I cancer.
2: Uh, Can't cancel on there, but I don't know. Maybe I don't.
1: If you don't remember, don't you're a culprit. Yeah. You're like me and the lid to the chips. I yeah. feel like I wouldn't
2: leave 12 seconds on for somebody
1: see. It just see, bothers me that it's yeah, there. Just, like, yeah. don't do
0: that. When
2: I'm at work,
3: I'll clear it every time because Thank I'm you. like, I don't know. But when I'm at my house, I like to think that I'm recycling time. So if I, you know, if I took out, you know, 30 seconds for some french fries or something or some chicky tendies, <laughs> <laughs> what, what is the, the look on Greg's face? You right just, now? You like,
2: cannot. You're like Marty McFly. (laughs) Well, I have found ways to recycle time. Well,
3: it's like, I don't know. I just like to think that I'm conserving something. It's like that when I type two, though. I'll never delete anything when I type. I'll just like rearrange it and copy. If I like put an extra S, I'll save the S for later. I might need it. I'm learning
1: so much about you. (laughs) Great spelling, Jess. All
2: right. Well, I'm going to keep it here in the microwave, actually. This is what I had coming in. There are two types of people. People that when their coffee gets cold, they dump it out and get a new cup. Or people that when their coffee is cold, they microwave it.
1: I'm neither. What? I would just drink the cold coffee. I have a well, big cold. mental problem with microwaving coffee. I feel like that's weird. Okay. It's
2: free iced coffee. Because
1: like your dairy is in there. Like my creamer is in there. I don't but want say, to Say it. that
2: you want... It, it's. You don't get the... Like you want hot coffee... You don't have hot coffee. Do you dump it out and go get a new cup or do you microwave it?
3: I just microwave that
2: bad boy up.
0: Yeah, or pour additional hot coffee into it and mix, ah. but
1: microwave it, right?
2: I'm, yeah, I microwave Recycle it too. Too. Some, Some people such, don't like yes, microwaving it. I'm like, I ground.
1: really have a problem with great. microwaving it. It's like I, would, I just drink <laughs> it warm.
2: So you you would rather get a, a, a fresh cup. You would not microwave it to make it warm.
1: Yeah, because my coffee creamer's is in there and I feel really weird about putting that oh. in the microwave. Oh. I don't have
2: that. That's why I drink it black. Yeah, yeah that's
1: another care. two types of people. People, <laughs> who, people who want nice things for themselves and people who don't. Well,
2: people like sugar and people that don't.
1: <laughs> Everyone likes sugar. Okay, well, you guys are all crazy and we'll see you next week.